Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of In the Pink Room with Jess and Laura. This is your co-host Jessica, and here's my girl. Hey, it's Laura. <laughs> hey, this is our second episode. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I was notably nervous for the first episode, but honestly, once we got going and once we just got vibing and having a conversation like we do so many other times, I just it kind of just like built this fire in me and I got this this jolt of confidence going and yeah. I'm just kind of vibing off that right now. I mean, it's just us in here. Yeah. Who knows who's listening? Yeah. Maybe no one. Maybe no one. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. We're just talking to each other. Yeah. That's great. Um, that's the goal of the podcast, right? Just <laughs> talk to each other. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, I'm feeling great. I had so much fun. I really enjoyed our first episode. And that's essentially like why I'm here. It's a good use of my time. I had a great time. I feel like, I don't know, I just feel really good and happy. And like, that's what life is, right? You're like working to find the light and to find those fleeting moments of just pure joy. Mm -hmm. Right? Because as, especially as a mom, some days feel very you know, routine and they feel very just, uh, what's the right word? What I'm trying to get at Laura, like where you're just like going through the motions and you're just trying mm -hmm. to get things done for other people constantly. Right. And sometimes it doesn't feel that great. Sometimes it's not that much fun if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because I mean, really you spend the majority of your time you, you as in, you know, everybody, you spend the majority of your time doing things for other people. That's right. And so to take a moment like we are right now to do something for ourselves just feels really good. It does feel really good. And it feels really good also to talk about how hard it is sometimes to balance all those things as a mother, mm -hmm. right? And as a woman. And I think that's what our episode today is going to be about. It's like the balance of it all. Is it possible? Is that attainable? What do you think? Short answer, no. Yeah, <laughs> hell no. There's just no way. There's no way. There's just no way. And I think over the last couple of years, there's just been this increasing amount of pressure mm -hmm. to be able to do it all. Right. And maybe it's always been there. It's always yeah. been there. But maybe for it's us, always been there in our experience and the place, the season we are in our lives. And maybe we should talk about our children, right? So you, so I have an, a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 5-year-old. And you have? I have a 5-year-old and twin girls. Twin girls. Who are two. Twin toddlers. <laughs> Dude, we're going to have to have a whole <laughs> podcast episode about being a twin mom. Being a twin mom. I don't know how you've done it. I don't know how I do it either. It's amazing. I, yeah, I don't know how I do it. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about that. And we'll definitely talk, tackle that at some point. Um, but yeah, the pressures that we face on a day-to-day -day basis just to take care of everyone, including ourselves, is really challenging. Um, what, now let's talk about like what what all do moms do? Like why why are we so overwhelmed? What what all is on our plate? Yeah, so, so if you're a working mom, okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you... You have that. So maybe you have a nine to five, maybe it's 40 hours a week, a full-time job. Right. So, which is a huge amount. So you have to be able to show up for work too. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're away from work, right? You feel guilt or, or if you're at work, you feel guilt because you're away from your kids. Oh yeah. And, you know, and making sure that deadlines are being met and that you're showing up for work in the best way you know how. And you know, being a professional about it and everything that goes into having a job, period, which is a lot. Right. It's a full-time job. Right. Okay. And then you have 
everything at home. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all the laundry, yeah. all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the tending to, you know, if you have animals, because yeah, we both do. We both have a lot of animals. <laughs> I have and two rabbits, a tortoise, a freaking chicken. <laughs> okay. And uh, just this week, my my youngest son went to the pond and got two crawdads. Oh my gosh. Like actual crawdads. So now I have this like tank of crawdads on my house to what? add to the circus. Yeah. And I, two dogs. I didn't even know you could like keep crawdads in a tank. No. <laughs> <laughs> nor did I but it's happening it's happening <laughs> so add that to the list of things um cleaning that freaking tank now yeah. is now on my plate mm-hmm. right so yeah you're right it's like there's so much to do and there and a lot of it is hidden right so a lot of the responsibilities that moms do is hidden so we're also the pediatrician we're also the doctor we're the teacher we have to play with our kids and read with them and all of that is really really wonderful but when you're also working a 40 plus hour uh, job or a part-time job or like honestly not even working and your job is to work for your family at in home it's so much and the mental load yes there's i think there's something to be said for the mental load that comes with it too, because all those things that we need to do, mm-hmm. we're thinking about it. So you yeah. can be in the kitchen mm-hmm. making eggs for breakfast mm-hmm. and you're thinking about, you know, the clothes are still in the washer. They need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on a potty schedule right now because we're toilet training. Mm-hmm. I need to call the pediatrician because we have to schedule this checkup. Don't forget there's a play date. And yeah. then we have, you know, and you have all these extra curricular activities and it's, and there's just this mental list and it's just never ending it's never ending and it's really overwhelming if you stop and you're you're thinking about all the things that you have to do in a single day do you experience that where you're just, just one like, day yeah just one day yeah it's like okay so I wake up at 6 a.m and I have to like pack three lunches and then I have to make three breakfasts um and then I have to like pick out all their clothes and then I have to get them dressed and then I have to feed the animals and then I have to somehow find time to get myself dressed and look somewhat presentable at work right and then you actually and then you know what is really hard for me is like finding uh, matching socks for all of them oh my gosh <laughs> here's a here's a here's a tip okay buy socks that are all the same color just yeah. buy a pack a 48 pack yep. at costco yeah. of all white socks you know I've, I've learned to do that yes it's a very good tip i have white ones and black ones and that's how we do it <laughs> But, but you know what I mean? It's like the little things, right? Making sure everybody has their water bottle and their hoodie and all these things. And then you manage to get into the car and then it's just like everyone in the car is yelling at you and wants a different song. And it's like, mom, 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 mom. Right. And so I feel constantly overwhelmed. And I will say that overwhelmed unapologetically. I am overwhelmed, overstimulated. Yes, all the time. That is a better term to use. I am overstimulated all the time. Somebody always needs to be touching me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And somebody always needs something. Mm -hmm. And there will be so much going on that even the sound of the TV being on is too much for me. Turn it off. Yeah. I have to turn it off. It's too much. I need to remove one of these stimulize yeah no I get what you're saying yes 
So even if I say, for example, after dinner, I cook dinner and, you know, you spend like 40 minutes cooking dinner and then your kids sit down for three minutes and they, they take like three bites and then they're done. And you're like, Oh my gosh. Like I just spent so much time making that dinner and you didn't even eat it, but it is what it is. Right. So then I set them up with a video or whatever it is that they want to do. And I'm sitting there and I'm doing dishes and and I'm just very overstimulated because it's like there's the TV, there's and they're usually fighting the three of them or at least two of them. My two younger ones like love to fight. And then there's the dogs barking and everything is just like so loud and it's so much. So what I've learned to do in that situation is actually put on my headphones and I will that's when I'll zone out and I'll listen to podcasts or I'll listen to music. But it's like a stimuli that I can control that I and it helps me not feel overstimulated in that moment. That's a good idea. Oh, you, you've never done that. Yeah, I've done it now that you say that, but I, sh- I should do it more. Yeah, I, I really, if if there's too much going on, I notice and I, I start to feel kind of panicky and mm-hmm. overstimulated. So yeah, I definitely relate to you on that. Um, okay, so in terms of balancing it all, yeah, we talked about all the responsibilities that we face on a day-to-day and how hard it is. Um, and I don't want to sound like we're complaining But I also want to create a space where we can look at each other and our listeners can hear us say, like, if it feels like it's hard, it's because it is. And if you feel like you're having a hard time keeping up and trying to balance it all, don't worry. It's normal, right? It's like we all feel that way. And it's okay to say that it's hard. Yeah, it's okay to say that it's hard. You know, recently I have a very good friend, um that goes to my children's school. And one morning she walked up and her son's in TK and she kind of looked like frazzled. She looked kind of exhausted, but dressed very cute and looked to me, she appeared to me to have it all together. Um, but she came up to me and I'm like, how you doing? And she's like, I, I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. Like that this is hard. Like, is it always this hard? Is that okay? Like, am I doing something wrong? And I looked at her and I said, it feels hard because it is like it is hard and the mornings are hard. Like everything that we do as moms and just trying to stay afloat is really challenging. And I think it's okay to say how challenging it is. And I think it's really um, liberating for women to be able to look at each other and say like, yeah, I don't have it all together inside. I'm a freaking mess. I'm exhausted. I'm constantly like questioning my ability as a mother. Um, and I often feel like a failure, right? Like, have you ever felt that way where you're just like, I am not good at this whole mother gig. Like I am terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many things on a daily basis Mm -hmm. that will make you question that. Yeah. For me anyways. Yeah. Can you think of a time where you were just like, what the hell? Like, what am I doing with my life right now? (laughs) So, yeah. So our day-to-day routine, I mean, we've come up with a routine, but like we've talked about before, even just getting out the door yes. in the morning. Mornings are not is, my fave. No, it's, there's so much that goes into it all before 8 a.m. And it's, and then, you know, once all the kids get out of the car and you get back in the car and you shut the door and I feel like it all just comes down on you. Yeah. Like it just rains down on you, just Mm -hmm. this like level of stress. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what am I doing? Why is this so hard? And now I have to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And show up like for other people. And, you know, you kind of, it's like, when is my time? (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. Like there's been so many times um, 
in my experience as a mother where, you know, like I drop the kids off, I get in the car and I start to decompress, but then I just get like really sad and I feel really guilty because I'm just like, man, I, I yelled too much this morning or like I should have been more patient or I should have done a better job last night to set up for this morning so it went smoother. I'm constantly battling with myself with, with thoughts like that. Yeah, there's like this mental pressure mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if we put it on ourselves. I'm not sure if we're playing the comparison game and looking at maybe other moms that we see who might have it all together or where that pressure comes from, mm-hmm. but it's real. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say I'm guilty of, I wouldn't say necessarily like comparing myself to another mom, but like there's been many times where, you know, like I'm walking up to school or whatnot and I see another mom and she's like in a suit, she's got her hair <laughs> done and she looks all calm with her like coffee in her hand and she's just like chilling. And I'm just like, wow, like how do you do that? Like, <laughs> and I immediately want to go up to na- go up to her and ask her like, tell me what your freaking morning routine is like, because you seem all zen and I am, I'm a hot mess. Right. But to, on that note, I can't even tell you how many times since, you know, my oldest is almost 11, how many times women have asked me, like, how do you do it? And you always seem like you're calm. You always seem like you have it together. Like, what do you do? And it's just like funny. Cause on the inside, I'm just like, Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> And when I hear people say that, and when I've heard people say that to me in the past, I'm just like, it's hard for me to even believe because on the inside, I just feel like a hot mess. But I guess there, I guess I've just learned to like fake it until I make it right. Yeah. I I remember working with you and, you know, we would come into the office every day Mm -hmm. and I always kind of looked up to you and Mm -hmm. admired you and you were always there on time, showing up, and I loved your outfits. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, you. we would talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that you just have this way that you present yourself that shows that how capable you are without you realizing it. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Cause on the inside I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm complete opposite. And on the inside, I'm just like, I'm a failure as a mother. And I mean, I can't say that I feel that way all the time. I certainly do not, but there are moments in my, in my experience as a mother where I have felt that very often. Yeah. I think that, I think that you're just very capable and that's how you show up and you show up for all the things and the people and the places that you care about and you put in the effort and it shows. I've, I've admired that about you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I remember one time you and I had this conversation many, many years ago where you were just like, man, this was before you had kids too. And you were, (laughs) I think I like, I had two kids and maybe, yeah, I think I had two kids and I was pregnant with my third and I was a clinical manager at that time. And I think you were just like, man, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you show up every day? Like you're pregnant, you're expecting, you have two kids and you seem like you you're doing it all. Right. And I remember telling you, you know, people say to take one day at a time in life, right. One day at a time. And I said, I can't fucking do that. (laughs) I can't live one day at a time. It's too much. So what I do is I, I do everything 30 seconds at a time. (laughs) 30 seconds at a time. 30 seconds at a time. That's 
perfect. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, all you can do, everything is so out of your control. The past is in the past. The future hasn't happened. So it's not real. So all you have is that minute, that one day to just be present and do your best. And that really is something that I've tried to do as a mom is just show up at, as the best version I am that day, mm-hmm. even though not every day is hundred percent. Some days I only got 50%, but I'm going to show up and I'm going to give you my 50%. <laughs> right. So that's something that I've really learned to do. Um, there's so many times where I'm just like so exhausted from just being a mom. Right. And I don't want to show up to work, but that's like half the battle is showing up. And then when I get there, it's like, all right, Face it till you make it, right? And every second feels like I'm just doing that. Yeah, 30 seconds at a time. 30 seconds at a time. People are going to live by that now. You think so? I absolutely think so. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound very fun, though, when you put it that way. <laughs> no, but I, I think in those hard moments, the really, really hard moments where you're feeling overwhelmed and overstimulated, if you could just think ahead for the next 30 seconds just to get you through. Yeah. And I think that, I, you know, and then you might not have that thought again until a couple hours later. Yeah. But just knowing that I just need to get through the next 30 seconds and show up the best way I know how, I think is huge. Yeah. And that really brings me back to a time where, you know, um, when you're returning from maternity leave. That is, I mean, we're going to do a podcast episode about that, oh, yeah. but that is a really hard transitional period, especially like if your child, your, your baby is three months or six months and you're going back to a full-time job and you're sleep deprived. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I feel, I feel that yes. just by hearing that from returning to maternity leave after mm-hmm. I had my twins Oh, and I took a, I couldn't do it. It, I, it was so hard. I tried to come back part-time yeah. and I would literally break down to you at work and I would cry because I was like so exhausted and had to show up for work and, and do, and, you know, miss my babies and man, it was tough. I like, I feel that just hearing you say that just kind of brings back those memories. Yeah. True story. It actually happened. And yeah. let me tell you, like, you don't cry. <laughs> Like I, you don't cry. I, I think I've seen you cry one time in how long have we been friends? We've been friends. What? Like 14, yeah. 14 years, something mm-hmm. like that. I have seen you cry one time. No. And that, yes, I swear. And that one time was that day where wow. you walked into the office and you, I, maybe you were like three weeks in from re- returning from maternity from having your twins mm-hmm. and you just walked in and I've never seen you look that way. You looked completely, you looked beautiful. Like, <laughs> first of all, you look gorgeous. Like you always do. Um, and you, to me appeared fine, but you sat down and you had this like glossy look on your face and you just looked at me and you were like, I can't do this. Like I, I have, I haven't gotten sleep. I'm exhausted. Like I have no desire to be here. I miss my babies. I don't want to pump. Like (laughs) (laughs) you were like, I have absolutely no desire to do this. I don't know how people, I don't know how moms do it. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't because you know what? I, I took a leave of absence after that. You sure did. <laughs> you sure did. And it ended up being a really beautiful thing for you. Yeah. And you know, I let's let's go ahead and talk about, so we've talked about everything that's on our plates, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel strongly about saying this too. I'm not just talking about women who work out of the home for, uh, for someone else. I'm talking mm-hmm. about women who work in the home for their family. And being a stay-at-home mom, there's no harder worker in my opinion. And I was raised by one. 
So I think of it like this. When I people when I hear people say stay-at-home mom, like I don't really like that term because it's not like you're home and you're just chilling and you're not doing anything, right? When you're a stay-at-home mom, that to me is like you are choosing to stay home because maybe you can financially afford that, right? Mm-hmm. And great for you. Some people don't are not able to do that and that's okay. Um, but if you're staying home, you're working all day long. And I call it work and I know it's as mothers, it's like we should be grateful that we have a family that we can we could do dishes for and we can do their laundry so they have clean clothing and do all in a, in, a, in a clean room to sleep in all those beautiful things and we should find gratitude in that and we do but if you weren't doing it right because maybe you have a full-time job you would probably have to pay someone to do that work therefore in my mind it's very much work and it's exhausting and it's kind of thankless, right? Like, because although your children love you, your husband's love you, your husband loves you, they don't necessarily say like, hey, mom, thanks for folding my laundry. Or like, hey, thanks for doing the dishes. Or like, thanks for mowing the lo- the yard, right? <laughs> or thanks for cleaning out the, the, the chimney. Or thanks for like dusting the fans or the freaking baseboards, <laughs> right? Because who wants to do that? But all of that is really hard work. Mm-hmm. So I... I, there, I have mad respect for women who choose to work in the home for their family. So I just wanted to really, um, really hone in on that. So for, for this podcast, I don't want only women who work outside of the home to feel like they can relate to us, right? Is that right. important to you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I did the stay at working from home, <laughs> stay at home thing, yeah. um, you know, for a while. And, and I mean, the pressure is still there. Yeah. You just all, there's just a constant pressure that doesn't matter whether you're working out of the home or you're staying home raising your kids there's just pressure to always be on yeah and to always you know quote do the right thing yeah and then there's guilt Mm -hmm. the mom guilt is real right like no matter what you do what your position is whether you're again working outside of the home for another employer if you're working in your home and working for an employer or if you're like just again working for your family like there's Mm -hmm. always so much guilt that comes with mothering Um, I know that I've had, I've struggled a lot with mom guilt, especially like when I had my first child. And also I think it was being raised by a stay at home mom where I felt constantly like I should be staying home with my child. I shouldn't be paying someone else to raise them. And I really struggled with that. And I think it's because I was raised by a stay at home mother. Yeah. I think there there will always be something. Yeah. I remember when I stayed home one of the things that I was guilty about was finances because yeah. I wasn't contributing financially. Mm-hmm. And even though we were, you know, in a good place for me to be able to stay home, mm-hmm. I still felt guilt about it. So my point is, is that wherever you are in your journey or whatever you choose to do, there's always going to be something that we're going to f- be guilty for. Yeah. Yeah. And actually our next episode, I really want to dive more into the experience of mom guilt, Mm -hmm. why we experience it, what it feels like, and also like, honestly, how to ditch it. Cause I'm over mom guilt. Yeah. We got to get that out. Yeah. Like, let's just be real. It's 2023. Like there's no reason for us to feel guilty about doing things for ourselves in order to be better humans, better mothers so that our kids can look at us and say like, hey, my mom is happy. She loves her life, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll dive into that on, on another episode. But yeah. I want to talk an, a bit about now things that, okay, so we're mm-hmm. we're unbalanced, mm-hmm. imbalanced, excuse me, we're imbalanced. And we're always feeling like maybe if I'm working too much, 
I'm not doing enough like, uh, okay, for example, this year I've had two job changes. So I've really, really had to hone in and focus on my career. And I've been participating less at my children's school. I'm not volunteering to do like uh, parties and field trips like I typically would in the past. And that is something that's really in my space right now where I'm just feeling so bad about that. I Mm. feel like there's a complete imbalance where I'm like, I'm too focused on work, not focused enough on participating at my children's school. So um, that's something, a goal that that I acknowledge it. And I'm like, okay, I'm really imbalanced. This is something I have to 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 really push myself and make sure that I'm doing more of. So it's actually funny on Friday, one of the parent rooms like sent a volunteer um, list and I, I actually volunteered for like three activities and I felt good about that. Good. And I made sure I wrote it down. Yeah. I made sure I wrote it down. And I say this because on Halloween, apparently I volunteered for a <laughs> Halloween party <laughs> oh, no. for my, my daughter's TK class. And I didn't show up oh. because I honestly forgot about it. Yeah. And I felt so bad when the room parent, and of course she's my girlfriend and she didn't make me feel bad about it whatsoever. She was like, don't worry about it. We got it. There's plenty of volunteers. But she said like, Hey, are you coming to the party today? And I was like, what party? And she's <laughs> That's like, the worst feeling. Oh gosh. And, she, and here I am like at the, at their school parade at eight o'clock in the morning to see them all in their Halloween costumes. And I thought I was proud of myself for being there. It was my first time actually going that and making sure like I made that a priority. So I was feeling good about myself. Right. Yeah. And so I see her at the parade and she's like, you're coming to the party. And I'm like, what party? She's like, Jessica, you need an assistant. I'm like, damn it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I had just announced that I was doing this podcast too that same week. So I was like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I can't even show up for my kids uh, party at school, but yeah, I'm starting a podcast. So yeah, that I'm, I'm constantly dealing with mom guilt all the time. Okay. So now let's talk about ways that, how do you deal with it? Like, what do you do to help you? Um, I guess just like stay afloat and all that, not only stay afloat, but thrive in all your different areas so and it kind of changes I'll say that it kind of changes but I have three go-tos one of them is to protect my peace Mm -hmm. protect my time Mm -hmm. and protect my space so my peace time and space and so and that might look different for everybody yeah um but protecting my time might look something like I need to make sure I do something for me yes. every day. Yes. And right now what I'm currently doing is I wake up about an hour and a half before the kids. So I'm up at 5 a.m. Okay. I uh, never used to be the person who wakes up at 5 a.m. Uh, but then I got into a routine and I started and it now has become a habit. And I get up at 5 a.m. And I just I, uh, I make a cup of coffee and I read and just for 30 minutes and it seriously makes the world of a difference, sets the tone for the entire day, because I know that whatever happens throughout the rest of the day, I've given myself that time in the morning that mm-hmm. it's kind of like building a foundation. I can always fall back on and yeah. have that yeah. versus starting my day very frazzled. Right. Um, I would like it to be longer, but maybe next month I'll be up at 430. <laughs> Oof, that's rough, girl. But it's like I, I have to and now I crave it. And now I crave this time that I've carved out for myself and, and I crave it. And I actually did it this weekend. Usually I, you know, before I would give myself time to sleep in on Mm -hmm. Saturdays and and Sundays, but this weekend I actually got up early to do that too. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so I kind of felt it that way and and uh you know like protecting your space like I just try and keep my space very minimalistic Mm -hmm. because the less distractions in my home Mm -hmm. the less distractions I feel in my head so whatever it is that's going to bring you peace in your space um, whether it's how you like arrange your furniture with the light that comes into your house, maybe in the morning or the evenings, like opening your blinds, like whatever that looks like, like for you just kind of feels peaceful and balanced yeah. to me. Yeah, totally. I love all that. That's really great. I can't see myself waking up at five o'clock in the morning and reading for 30 minutes. That's probably not something I'll ever do, but it sounds awesome. And I'm really proud of you for doing it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so I thought what I did this week is I reached out to a big group of moms. And um, these are all moms that, you know, are they have children who are in school, they work, they do it all. And I said, like, how do you guys do it? Like, what are your strategies that you use in your day-to-day life to stay afloat? And, um, so I'm going to read off some of them and then maybe we can talk about some of them. Okay. Um, so being flexible, mm-hmm. which I think is huge, right? Oh my gosh. Because there's so much that goes wrong in a day. You have to be flexible. Yeah. You have to be flexible. I was like, that's great. Um, let's see, establish habits and routines, which we both have done. Mm-hmm. Very, very helpful. Um, let's see, learn to let things go. Ooh. Yeah. I was like that one. I didn't. I don't really con- like I never really thought of it mm-hmm. is definitely something that I need to do because a lot of times when things go wrong, I kind of harp on it and I focus on it and I don't just like let things go. I let it bother me and then it impacts like my my energy and everything and then the kids pick up on it and they're a little off because of it. So I need to be better at letting things go. Yeah, that's a big one. You yeah. got to leave it in the past. Leave it in the past. Um, another one is let's see, have a sense of humor. Mm. <laughs> I love it. I think we're good at that. Yeah, I think we're really good at that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I pre- that. I laugh at myself a lot. I make I make fun of myself a lot for all of my mistakes. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I do love that. I mean, I probably texted you last week asking if it was okay for margaritas at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Have a double. Um, okay, so another is say no and feel okay with saying no. Ooh. That one is hard for me. That's hard I, for me. It's always it's hard for me to say no to people. Absolutely. I'm I, that's hard for me too. Yeah, I know. I think and then it's like you can't say no, right? And then you spread yourself too thin. Right? Because we want to be able to do it all. Yeah. We want to feel like we can do it all. Yeah. So we try. Yeah. And then and so we never say no to anybody. Yeah. And then it leads to like just mom burnout burnout yeah you're just like too you're spread too thin mm-hmm. so that was really good um let me see one of them said tap into your partner yeah when you need help tap into your partner okay i have to confess i i know where this is going <laughs> i am terrible at this you are terrible at it <laughs> i'm so bad at it you really are i'm so bad at it and i and I don't know why I think too, I I think too, it's probably that pressure of wanting to do it all and being able to do it all. But I, I will say I'm working on that and I just, you know, maybe one thing at a time, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, Jesse, do you mind doing the dishes tonight after dinner? Yeah. I can't tell you how many times (laughs) I have texted you. You, you will text me and say like, I feel overwhelmed. I'm having a bad day. I have this, I have that. And the first thing I say is like, did you ask Jesse for help? And you're like, no. (laughs) And I'm like, maybe start with that. (laughs) I'm like, fine, you're always right. 
gosh, I'm definitely not right. That that I am always right about because I know one thing about you, you don't ask for help. And that's um, someone else said, use your resources. I think that in the past, I've certainly gotten, I've gotten so much better at using my resources when I first became a mom. I, I, first of all, I struggled with postpartum depression and social like separation anxiety for my child that I think was out of my control, but I did not utilize the resources that were available. Like I did not ask people for help. I didn't ask my partner for help. Mm. Um, I barely even let people hold my baby. Jeez. Um, but that's, that's another podcast episode episode. we'll get into postpartum depression, but, um, yeah, I didn't utilize my resources. And I think over years that really had a negative impact on me and my ability as a mother and like simply a human being. So that's something that I've been trying to do better over the past few years is like, let some of these responsibilities go and let other people who are willing to be there, take them. Like for an example, I used to do all the pickup and drop offs for my children and I have three of them. So it's like every day I was there, I was leaving work to pick up my kids at three. I was making sure I was taking them to school and I never let like the grandparents do it. Right. And then over the past like year and especially this year, I never, I let that go because I'm at work and I used to have to leave work and then return to work. And that was hard, right? Cause you go from like work mode and then you're like, okay, let me go pick up the kids. And then you're like in mom mode and then you have to go back to work and get back into work mode. And that was very exhausting. Sounds exhausting. Just hearing you say that. Yeah. And I don't know why I did that. Like, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's self-induced. It's because I thought I was being a good mom. Like I was being a good mom by always being present for my kids. But Really, what I was doing was running myself into the ground and not letting people who are willing to help me help me. So I've learned to really let go of that. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. It doesn't make you any less of a of a mom, mm-hmm. of a person. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think this was great. I had a good time talking about this. This is awesome. Um, I think our next episode, how do you feel about talking about the mom guilt? Right. And letting Mm -hmm. that go. Yeah. Does that feel right for you? It does. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Okay, cool. So I had a great time. This was so fun. Episode two in the books, (laughs) yo. (laughs) Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening in um, on this conversation. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope that we were able to say something that you could relate to. Um, And maybe, I don't know, Laura, you had really good strategies on like what you do and how you protect your peace. And maybe someone can like utilize your, your ideas and make an impact in their life. Yeah. And you know, if it does spark something for you and does spark some joy and you try these things in your own home, in your own life, let us know. We'd love to to hear that feedback. Yeah. And if, if we didn't mention something that you do that helps you in your day-to-day life, I would love to hear about it because maybe it's something I should try out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, y'all, everyone have a great day and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.